Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get Em Onside. The band is back in a little different way as we loom towards round 16 post Origin 2. I'm pleased to say the coal miner, Sean the Trader, is here. G'day, I'm Sean. He- I'm here in real life, yeah, but we're missing one man. Yes, because you've got a letter, I've got a letter. So yes. we're allowed to be here for what they call as essential workers. That's right. The but workers. a man who hasn't bothered with the letter, but he's here anyway in the palatial surrounds of the Ganane residence. G'day, Dan. I didn't get a letter. I got a letter from Southern Cross Australia. I got a letter from Fox Sports. Where was my letter from Sportsbet <laughs> saying essential workers? Am I being told something? Am I being soured and out of this show? Soured. No, Eddie Vedder for Dan Ganane. Uh, how are things going with lockdown, Dan? I, you're the only single man I know who I see over your shoulder there who boasts a lounge that has uh, more than three pl- pillows on it. Pillows, very nice. Hey, got it. Hey, presentation is everything. Let's change subject. Can I present to you my Tedesco Man of the Match cigar? Oh yeah, that one is. is ready to smoke. That's a big boy. Jesus, we the all. Size of that? Well, yeah, it's too big. It's someone gave that to me. It's way too big. But what a result! Now I don't think Tedesco was deserving of man of the match. Really? He's very good. I thought Latrell Mitchell. I thought Latrell Mitchell was the best player. But that's okay. I'm not giving the money back to Sportsbet, and I'm very, very. I, I, we're all very, very excited to have a best bet that got up for all of us mm. at very nice odds. It was a very, very. Um, profitable night for us. Do you know what, Dan? I, I was watching the live betting throughout and no stage in the 80 minutes was Tedesco favourite. At no stage. Yeah, even even with five minutes to go, I reckon yep. it was a dollar eighty even money yep. out of those two. You, you could have easily made an argument for Luttrell when, yeah. the, when the game was won, which was in the first half. Yes. He had an absolute blinder. But there's always a little bit of recency mm. bias when they're, when they're coming together and doing the votes. So I was... I was fairly confident right at the end that we got the bickies. I tipped our bet with mates group. I said, I don't know why I was super confident James Tedesco. We all were. We were all very confident that he could win this uh, based on the fact we knew he'd run for 25 or thereabouts. And I said to the boys in the betting group, I said, boys, we just need Latrell Mitchell to fall asleep here in the second half. And the moment Teddy gave that flick pass... Mm. I said, we're home, boys. Mm. You, you just felt that was yeah. enough to get him over the line, wasn't was it? it? I would have liked a try. I was doing the exact same thing in a group chat. Would have liked for him to score a try, mm. but that little flick to the fox, that just about I, put, I, the, uh, I, put the ice I on. thought that knock-on early, that unforced knock-on yeah. did him in because I mm. thought that's going to stick in people's heads that that was an unforced error. It stood out early, was a key. But, uh, hey, one for the good guys. I hope everyone yeah. profited off us. Dan, you got to read the room. Now, I was watching the game, and I saw Cleary clutch his shoulder and I immediately looked at the draw and I saw okay well they're playing Parramatta short turnaround he's not going to play in that game then they got the bye so I thought you know what he's going to be missing for two weeks I I didn't think it'd be the extent of what it is so straight away I looked at the top point scorer Ruben Garrick $3.30 12 points behind Nathan Cleary and I thought you know what they're playing the Bulldogs this week in this two-week period he'll take the lead Mm. and hopefully hold on and now I feel a bit bad that uh, I'm on at the $3.30 and Cleary's uh, a chance for missing the year. Have you ever heard such bullshit that he feels bad, Dan? Honestly. Feel Look at that. Okay. okay, we'll cancel the bet. Ring up sports bet now because they'll cancel it I offered you. to void it. I, uh, I, I honestly will, did. I'll, I'll go in a bat for him. He, oh, he, he bullshit. Did, you I did. did. <laughs> did I not do that? I emailed the boys and said, yeah, boys, I've seen, I I've seen the email. Two games. I've seen the email, but there might have just been a little bit of bullshit attached to the email as well. <laughs> oh, uh, well done. It's a great bet. He'll be in the lead. Uh, at about 4.30pm or 5pm. I hope so. It might even be before half time on yeah. Saturday afternoon. I do hope so. Um, 
by the way, if he does score a try, many tries, Dan, what we're looking for players this week, and we need to spread yes. the word, and not just this week, in fact, all of July, try mm. July. So what Sportsbet are doing, and this needs to be a concerted effort, so it can't just be a handshake. It needs to be a very concerted effort for a post-try celebration from the players. So for all of July, for every concerted effort for a post-try celebration, $5,000 goes to the Mossy Masoy appeal for Men of League. So, and not only that, as you know, Dan, this is the, mm. the flat time of the year when you're just sort of getting through origin uh, this month. So this is a way to really chirp up the fans as well. What do you think? Uh, I love it. Oh, you sent me um, all the ones from last year who participated mm. and about – you claim 15 players did it and Michaela Ravalawa, a tribal dance. Well, that's a celebration. Mm. Aaron Wood, something with robot and guns. Sione Katoa, crack the coconut. Um <laughs> No, there's some really good ones here. I don't remember these. So, uh, no, no, it's a great cause. And and I think we might see a few. It is a good time to do it. It is a rough time of year, isn't it? We've got mm. – um, now we've got a dead rubber. We've got a tough three weeks ahead of us, I reckon. And then after that, it's the run to the finals. The, boy, but, the boys, um, the players, they were slow off the mark last year. Yeah. But I reckon about two weeks in, they really got behind it. But yeah. I think that it's been – we're really drumming it up. And I think the players are going to be well aware – that it's going on. And you won't find a better cause, obviously, That's for right. them to get behind. And I think they will. Um, It'll be big this year. You'd hope so. Yeah. And I think maybe with no I crowds so as well, too. they might just go that extra mile to really bring yep. the viewers in at home. I, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting uh, big things. Yeah, uh, the big talk boys, by the way, Nathan Cleary, of course, he is out of State of Origin number three. Is he? Is he injured? Yeah, you oh, would have heard it, would I you? I haven't heard much about it. <laughs> nah, there you go. So the question is, and I'll ask you both, I'll start with you, Dan. Who do you think will be the Blues halfback in Game 3, and who would you have as the Blues halfback in Origin 3, which clearly they could be two different answers. Uh, I would have Mitch Moses, and I think it will be Mitch Moses. Wow. In this, Look, it's a Game 3. It's over. You might as well blood him. You can put in Cody Walker. Um, what's that going to achieve? Uh, you've seen what he can do at the top level. Not that he's not deserving. Jack White and Jerome Luai is a 6-7 and seven combination. Probably... No, I'm not sure that works. So we know the the Fittler-Moses connection is there. The Joey-Moses connection is there from Parramatta. Let's have a look. This is the, this is the game to do it. A no-pressure yep. game with little crowd against a weak Queensland. This is a weak Queensland side as he's ever going to come up against if he plays concerted origin. Let's have a look. If, if Cleary was injured going into game one, who would be the number seven for New South Wales this year? It, it, uh... So Cleary's not available. Well, I would say Adam Reynolds. Cleary's not available either. And Cleary's not available. I would say Adam Reynolds. You, Reynolds' first pick. If it was Origin 1 and you have to win it, yeah. I, I would have said Adam Reynolds with Cook. Mm. Um, who Would you say Moses, would you? I, I, I would have thought maybe Mitch. I mean, Reynolds and, and well, Pierce wouldn't have been available either, but they've both had their chance. I, I think it might just be a – well, how old's Mitch? He's – Sneaky old though, yeah. Moses now, isn't he? So it's not like they're really turned to the future and getting ready for that. But um, I probably would have thought it would be Mitch. And then, and then, who would you have? Is it the same answer? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've gone through the numbers, and and Luke Brooks much maligned. Luke Brooks in every You're not category. Putting up an argument for Brooks? Up. No, 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 no way. On, no, I'm not putting this, up an this argument. West Tigers. No, Jeez, no, on, no. This is come the on, No, Brooks. He's got to worry about his own argument for the Tigers number seven. But this is my point. <laughs> In every metric, Luke Brooks versus Mitchell Moses in 2021 is either equal to or better than. Mm. So I, I, 
And you know what? It might be a poison chalice. Everyone says, oh, it's a gimme putt. Kalen Ponga comes back or Brimson comes back and Harry Grant comes back. And if yeah. you get beat in that game, it could be a very much poison chalice. For me, no one's really talking about it. Now, if Penrith go on there emphatically, Dan, and beat Parramatta, you watch the noise grow for Burton Luai if they win this emphatically, no. which is viable. No, no ridiculous. Really? Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, for Origin, the kid has played. How many games has he played? A first Pete, can you log this, please? 19. Well, hang on. Noise on your show doesn't count as noise anywhere else. So yeah. don't you sort of uh, say you're going to go on a, uh, a campaign. Right. No, you can't. I, I think the kid would be fine as an origin player down the track, but come on, come on. Okay. Imagine, if, imagine if Matt Burton got picked over Mitch Moses. Uh, that would, um, no. Well, Sorry. yeah, but, but okay, imagine that now. But imagine if you wake up Friday morning, or th- a Saturday morning rather, and Panthers have won in a gallop. Then I think it's going to... Anyway, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see how that all plays out. I think for Mitch Moses to get the jumper, he has got to beat the Panthers. He's got to steer the Panthers, uh, beat the Panthers at Penrith. I think that's how I've got to play. Speaking about the Panthers, if Cleary is out for the rest of the year, and that's an if, we don't know at this stage, $350,000 is a reported number for dispensation. If you're Ivan Cleary and you need to spend that for like for like, you can't go and buy a back rower or a front rower. You've got to spend it on a half back or a half. Who would you buy to win the comp? Now, clearly you can't buy an Adam Reynolds or a Mitch Moses because they're in teams competing to win this competition. So you're looking at the Sean Johnsons. You're looking at the Benji Marshalls, perhaps. How would you spend your money, boys? Question For the rest of this year. How how does it work, though? So, I mean, clearly Johnson's been told to look elsewhere. But this late in the year, 350 can basically get you whoever you want. Yeah. So they've got 350 to, to spend for the rest of the year. Yes. Wow. That's, well, a, you that's brought, a first you, choice halfback almost. Yeah. Well, it is. You, um, yeah, yeah. You see, so Chad Townsend would have been available. You've got to think of someone who's available and not in a team that's going to contend. Sean Johnson's in a team that's going is, is contending for the final, so they're not going to give him up. Uh, not for the rest of this year. Who else did you say? Benji Marshall, same thing. So, Let me throw one at you, Dan. Uh, yeah. And you work with this bloke. And is this at all possible? We've seen him do a crazy thing, winning a grand final oh, with hardly touching it. Don't say it. August no, no August first is a cut off date. Yeah. Could Cooper Cronk? Ridiculous, by the way. Could he? No, could, he couldn't. <laughs> no. So you couldn't say to Cooper Cronk, "Look, come and train with us for three months." He's already super fit. You you, you don't think that he that would no be interest? No. No. Cameron Smith. But what's wrong with you? What's wrong? <laughs> but what, what why you can't you? You can if you you can ask him. He'll say no. What about this call, uh, George yes. Williams? Are you still homesick? Ah, aha! Now that's interesting. Now would Canberra have put a di- imagine? See, so I think there'd be enough hatred in me, mm. even if my wife was homesick. I would say to her. I got to stick it to the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, let me go back home. It's only for yes. three months. Let's let me stick it to the Raiders. What but about? I'm sure Canberra have got a clause in their contract saying he can't come back to the NRL during however long the term of the original contract was. But that's a, I like that's a better idea. What about this one? What about this one? If George Williams was to go to Warrington and Gareth Widdham. Gareth Widdham. Okay. Widdop just popped into my mind. Yeah, that, that seems like the very logical choice. Mm. And so what happens well, can if, I just if say, don't, it, spend, don't spend this? Do they get the money no. elsewhere or it's just it's on the table? Well, you don't get the money. It's just 
you got to spend the money. Yeah, okay. But it's just so not you essentially in the cap. go over your cap. Yeah, you essentially go over your cap by three fifty. Right. So they might say this it. is. I think the August one rule is an absolute abomination, and I can't believe the Rugby League Players Association got this rule up. This is the organisation that now has an idea to send a state of origin to a country town. So don't steal uh, my uh, Bambi. Well, if you want to do it, do it. But I mean, I, I I'm going to be fired up. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't just invoke a country town to get goodwill every time. The idea's got to have some. Merit. Yes. Anyway. Nathan. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, and, of course, uh, players breaking the bubble. Uh, Blake Ferguson, by the way, just before we go to the break. Blake Ferguson, gentlemen. Uh, Sean Russell's been playing. Uh, Hayes Dunster's been playing. He, I don't believe he'll finish the year with Parramatta. But the problem is he's on about $800,000 a year. So the, the lady you sign him, I would not be surprised if we see a very late signing from the Roosters. What do you think? 800 a year? Yeah. Oh, but why are Parramatta going to give up someone? They've already paid for him, right? They, yeah. They've already made room for him in their cap. Why are they going to be benevolent? It's like Pe- Penrith with Matt Burton. Why would they give him to Canterbury when they were going to get nothing in return? Mm. So what are, what, what are Parramatta going to get? Why would they give a competitor a potential advantage? Because Blake Ferguson in, in that rooster side could provide really provide something. But what, what what's in it for Parramatta here? They're trying to win a competition too. Yeah, well, that's true. But, I mean, you're not using him. They're clearly sending a message to say you're not wanted here. You're behind two players already, Sean. Yeah. Do, do you think he finishes a year I at Parramatta? I, I don't think so. Wasn't he? he was going to rugby two weeks ago. What happened there? Well, Western um, Force he's been linked to, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't think so. But, I mean, having said that, if the if the money's still rolling in, then I'm sure he's in no hurry to, to go anywhere. Fergie, 800 a year, that's astounding. The Bre- Cowboys. Breaking news. No, the Cowboys have tr- oh. cancelled their training this morning due to the COVID situation. Right. Okay. So there you go. We'll keep an eye on that. That's all we know. We might have a break and have more news after this. But uh, this is get him on side. We couldn't get Dan inside, but he's part of the team anyway. Stay with us right here. We have to go. We can't get back to the present to fix the past and save the future. All good, mate. It's just we're still having our ball day. Hey, almost any time try scorer. Yeah, you got that. We just need the overs now. Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. Welcome back to Get Them On Side. Now, Suze has just handed me this. Cowboys cancelled training. That's uh, on the Cowboys website. The North Queensland Toyota Cowboys have cancelled training today after a member of the club's Apollo Register was deemed to have come in close contact with a confirmed COVID-19 case at the Townsville Markets. On Sunday, there you go. The Cowboys Apollo register member underwent a COVID-19 test yesterday and is currently in isolation awaiting results. So they've cancelled training, uh, but it'll be watch this space these days. As you know, the results come back fairly promptly. So there you go. Uh, I think it's time to load our Bambi gun with our Bambi bullets. Let's do this. Right, our gentlemen, I'm going to take strike here. Now, I'm, I'm... I'm taking strike, and it's a feel-good story, I suppose, in many ways. But the noise around State of Origin finding its way to uh, regional areas in New South Wales, I, I 
it fills space in the papers and it's a great yarn and it's a feel good story and, and, and it's going to give so much to country rugby league etc and I'm I'm a big advocate of country rugby league I played in group 2 I played in group 3 group 10 and group 20 so I've played for all those particular groups so I'm very very strong on the fact we need to do more in the country areas however the idea of state of origin going to a regional centre in my opinion is completely ridiculous. On, on no grounds does it stand up. It will not be happening. It's a billion to one. And the fact that it's got so much airplay, I can't believe. Now, you say it's going to do amazing things for Country Rugby League. Country what Rugby League. What's, what's it going to do? It might do <laughs> amazing do? things for Tamworth itself. It might do amazing things for Mudgee itself. It might do amazing things for uh, Dubbo or Wagga itself. But for Country Rugby League, that, that is not the answer, Dan. Uh, what they need to do, Rugby League is not be putting Band-Aids on and ripping it off. Penrith have been very, very good. If you surveyed people in the Bathurst area and asked kids who do they go for, I'm tipping 8 out of 10 would say they go for the Penrith Panthers because why? They have been there nearly every year, probably every year for the last six or seven years. So they are developing some kind of buy-in and interest and Rugby League no doubt will be doing wonderful thing in those areas. Um, so what I believe, if we really want to be serious about Country Rugby League, is for a team not just to randomly turn up in these country areas. We need to assign yeah. areas where you go, hey, Cronulla Sharks, every single year you're at Coffs Harbour. And you know what? Over time... Kids who grow up in Coffs Harbour area, in Port Macquarie or whatever the case may be, not only are they Sharks fans, they are rugby league fans as well. The idea of the state of origin, whilst it sounds all fluffy and nice, going to a regional area, and as I say, I'm a great ambassador and supporter of rugby league in the country areas, it is complete nonsense and it will not happen. What do you think? This is why Bambi was invented, because... Talking about country rugby league and putting games there and to shoot that down is is really shooting Bambi. You are. But if if the idea it, it see to me, the idea to me is also like you as ridiculous. Uh, but it, it it all depends where it comes from. See, if Channel Nine said we need a full stadium, we don't care where the hell you put this game. Yep. But we need the look of a full stadium. Now your idea's got some validity. But when it comes from the uh, Rugby League Players Association. I didn't see in the story an offer to take a pay cut for all the corporate boxes uh, yeah. that uh, won't be sold, for all the other uh, ancillary things that go with State of Origin, and it is a reality uh, that a, a country ground like Tamworth, I've been to Tamworth, it's a lovely ground, mudgy, beautiful venue. You can fit 9,000 in there. So all that money you're going to forego on ticket sales, um, on corporate boxes, on other sponsorship opportunities – are the players going to take a pay cut for that? Are they are they going to say, no, we won't get 15000 for this game. We're going to take 5000 because we support country rugby league. I didn't see that in Clint Newton's soliloquy today in the uh, News Limited papers. So uh, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you also that a team, uh, my idea is very similar to yours, Joel. Mm. I think every team, whether it's a sign and error or not, um, great but must take one game minimum to a country area each year. And I include the Warriors. You got it when they're back to normal. You got to take a game to country New Zealand. Um, Brisbane's got to take a game to Toowoomba or somewhere. Uh, similar rook. Um, we're on the same page there. But Dan, just but, on that as this well. This was all about positive publicity. This was all about. Yeah. That's the thing. The, well, this was all about getting some good ink in the paper, and you need to be called out for it. And the the other reason I say this, Dan, it, it's twofold. 
having at least two games per team going to that country area and, and maybe even one into New Zealand as well and, and, and Queensland regional areas as well, is that Cronulla Sharks as an example or Manly Seagulls as an example, if they're getting 10 or 12 home games a year, supply and demand, right? There's enough diamonds out there in the world, but they hold them all back for supply and demand, and that's why they're worth so much money. We have too many games available, right? So if you restrict the amount of games at Brookvale Oval and at Shark Park or whatever the case may be, all of a sudden they are a sellout every time they're there, or they're a much better crowd. The fact they've got so many games, you get in these hodgepodge crowds, take some games away from them. But anyway, that's my Bambi. What's going into your Bambi gun, Dan? Well, I, uh, being now that we're in lockdown, I've had time to write some uh, Microsoft in, in my notes. So I've got a few here. I was going to rip into the World Test Championship, but I'll let that go. Um, two things from the news I noticed. Now, watching the news to me is a staple. This is uh, like it is for most people. But I, I tend to turn the TV on at 5, 5.30. I'll watch the chase. I could fix the chase in five minutes, by the way. There's a reason why it's getting pumped by Eddie show. And yeah. I prefer the chase. I prefer the concept. But it's too slow. Right. It doesn't have – you don't have to pause three seconds before everybody answer. Um, and I'm not a fan of the host. Um, but but on the news, um, I noticed reporters are wearing masks. Oh. Now, this is, this is all about the visual. Yes. Because – you know that you're, if you're sitting, standing in front of a camera, you're at least a metre and a half away from a potential cameraman and there's certainly no one either side of you. This is like when Jim Whaley was caught out wearing a flak jacket in Baghdad even though he was in a five-star hotel. <laughs> okay, this is all about... But it's working because yeah. every time there's any sort of COVID scare, the news ratings go through the roof. So uh, I get why they do it, but I'm calling it out. But my real Bambi, my real Bambi... Ooh. The QRL boss, Bruce Hatcher, or Bruce Harcher, mm. I think it's Hatcher, to come out the day after your t- side gets pumped and to suggest the Brisbane Sharks uh, was one of the most blatant bits of diversion I've ever seen, and it was pathetic. It was so obvious. You made a mistake. You picked a coach who the players don't like and who is has been a failure at this level. Paul Green, I'm sorry. That's, that's, just, a, that's just a fact. Um, and... Whether it's his fault they're being slaughtered in this series, he, he certainly has to carry some of the blame. But so does Bruce Hatcher. And then his diversion tactic, the very next day. Bruce, give it a few days. <laughs> Don't come out on the Monday and say, oh, we have to have a t- team. We have to have Suncorp have a game every week. I'm starting to get sh- shitty with that argument too. The Broncos, who are not going very well, are now starting to struggle to get 25000 to a game. Mm. Now, yes, every Sydney club would love to have 25000 to every single game. But this argument that if you just simply put a second team at Suncorp Stadium, it's going to get similar crowds with no history. Um, I, we're going to have the South Queensland crushers marked too. But anyway, Bruce Hatcher, I'm calling you out. It was a disgrace <laughs> that you used the Cronulla Sharks to try and divert attention away from your rank failure with two home games in this year's Origin Series. It takes it takes a lot of skill to squeeze about five Bambies into one Bambi. Oh, yeah. How many did he squeeze in there? Very yeah. good, Dan. Yeah, I'd like to see you so angry. Shawnee, are you off the yeah, bit? Yeah, look, I'm, and I'm loath, I'm loath to do this because I think pre-game entertainment gets far too much coverage and people mm. care about it too much. However, Shepherd, there's a band <laughs> called Shepherd and an awful song called Geronimo. Or hey, Geronimo. Geronimo. Hey, Geronimo. This, Geronimo. This, was, this was released in 2014. Was it? 
And every year we roll out Shepherd. <laughs> I mean, well done to them because they're, they're obviously making a decent earn out of one song from seven years ago. Surely we, we've got a plethora of yeah. Australian talent that we can roll out. But every year they did the, the AFL grand final last year as they well. Did. So they're, they're, they're crossing codes. I, I mean, it, it, that's it. That's a band. <laughs> that's done. There, they're some, done. No more. There is some. I think this needs a proper like investigation, a Nick McKenzie style investigation. <laughs> Although Nick's got his own problems at the moment, but um, the, I think there's a deal between the NRL and Sony or Channel Nine and Sony. There's some weird arrangement that they provide the entertainment. That's why we get the Veronicas. That's why we get Jess Malp. We get Amy the same Shark. people over. Uh, Amy Shark. Fine performers. Yeah. But I don't think they're getting paid that much. I, I think this is all about hey, we'll give you exposure. So. Come and and it costs the NRL bugger all because they're providing the audience. There, there's something a little bit. 2014. <laughs> there's something a bit weird. Come on, hey, yeah. that's as much exposure as uh, 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 Shepherd have had for a oh. long time. And as I say, fair play to them because they, they're somehow making. Yeah, who's a, the lead uh, singer of Shepherd? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No idea. No I idea. Mean, come on, Can that's it. Shepherd? No more. No more. Right up. And no more Bambies, boys. Let's move on to round sixteen. We've been seeing them well. We start with the Roosters take on the Melbourne Storm. What a way to start things. However, this is a Bambi in itself. To have this game, who you just knew would be chock full of State of Origin players, to have this game four days after State of Origin number two, that is a Bambi in itself. But anyway, ten and a half start the Roosters. Dan, uh, how are you playing this one? Well, I got, I got the Roosters right against Penrith. When they come up against the absolute elite, they really struggle and they can get blown away. And I, I sense that, well... Uh, just a <laughs> it's all going so smoothly. Senses, it, it was going very smoothly. What do you sense, Dan? Tell us what yeah. you sense. Uh, how are you playing it, Sean? I know where he's going with that, and it's it's been the, the tale for most year for the for the Roosters. <clears throat> Excuse me, they've turned up against the poor teams, but haven't been able to back up against the the really good teams. And this all comes down to whether um, uh, our man Tedesco plays. I think the the word is that he's going to. You yes. might know, m- might have heard more than I do, but I think he is going to play. They get Walker back, who I think missed the last couple maybe. Um, and Lachlan Lamb really struggled as the as the chief there. So th- there's a bit of upside in the Roosters and there's still no Pappenhausen, no Grant and Big Nelson's out for mm. the Storm as well. So they're missing a few and it's big enough that I, I have to lean the way of the Roosters at plus, plus 10 and a half, yeah. I'm going the other way. Resist. I'm going the other way purely because, it, look, it might have been a flip of the coin between man and the match, Latrell and James Sadesco. However, the output from James Sadesco, and, and to think that he's been interstate, he's got a fly, he he couldn't have squeezed any more out of himself in that game. He, mm. he, he was just in everything. So I... I there has to be a come down from that. I, I can't see him. The most uh, talked about padding in yeah, um, yeah. sports history as well it? with the hip pointer injury. Yeah. It's a shocking injury, by the yeah. way. Uh, we're still waiting on Dan to come back. But uh, for me, I'm going to go Melbourne to cover. They've been whacking teams, looking for 13 in a row. Uh, they are now the benchmark with Cleary being sidelined, at least temporarily. I'll go Melbourne. Uh, we'll come back to Dan as soon as he's there. Warriors take on the Dragons. Dallin with Tennis Lesniak. He will play. So too, Chad Townsend. Chad Townsend, ironically, having kicked the field goal last time. Um how are you playing this, Sean? How good Chad's back for a first-grade team so I can just pot him to my <laughs> little heart's content. This is fantastic. How I, I can't possibly be with a team that's got Dallin and Chad running around in it. So th- this Dragons team looks um, uh, basically full strength from what I can see, apart yeah. from Ravalawa, maybe. 
Um, I couldn't back the Warriors at what are they dollar seventy odd or something there. No way could I get near them at odds on. So give me the uh, give me the Dragons. It's almost illegal, isn't it, to back the Warriors? It's just a, it's a go- one of the golden rules of punting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In all sports, you can't take the yeah, Warriors yeah. when they're yeah. favourites. That said, I'll take them at the minus. So I think they're going to get the job done there. Panthers take you on the Eels. Uh, this is a big game. I think it's a shootout for the New South Wales number seven jumper. Uh, Moses taking on Burton and Luai. This is a big, big clash here. If they're going to beat them, uh, they've won 16 in a row at home. The Penrith Panthers. It is Friday night. It's a tricky, tricky one. Uh, how do you see this one going, Sean? No crowd is huge here. Um, did you say uh, Edwards out as well for Penrith? Edwards so is that, out, yes. So now we get Charlie Staines go to fullback. And he, there's, a, there's big raps on Charlie, mm. but he hasn't. He sat out in the wing and he scored a lot of tries, but he hasn't really done a lot. I'm now. not a disciple just yet. No, nor am I. No. I, I want to see plenty more. And now we're definitely going to see it. And I think they'll be putting him under the pump. Um, or Mitch Moses will be putting him under the pump uh, trying to pick himself for that New South Wales team. No crowd. It, it's been 10.5 into 5.5 um, wow. on the back of the Cleary stuff. So I'm still uh, pretty keen on Parramatta. Well, not still. I'm keen on, on Parramatta here with that start with no Cleary. Huge out. Parramatta, yeah. I'm going to come with you. Uh, he's got to catch up on three games. Our man who's back. Uh, Dan, Sorry, you've got that. three games to tip in. Roosters, Storm, yeah. Warriors, Dragons, Panthers, Eels. Uh, I'm tipping Melbourne uh, because I think they're so professional that no crowd won't bother them. Dragons, Warriors. I'm taking the Dragons with the start here, even though they've lost their last five against the Warriors. I want to see the Warriors with Townsend in there. It it could be oil and water just to start. This game, I'm like you, I, I looked at the odds. You looked at the odds of top point scorer once Cleary went down. I looked at this game, and Parramatta were minus seven and a half when I looked, and I so regret not getting on then because uh, I knew the, this could only come in. I'm still going with Parramatta. Um, minus five and a half, the no crowd, the no Cleary. And, and, and don't forget, you've got a bunch of Penrith players that are not used to coming off Origins. Brian Toto, Isaiah Yo, yes, he did it last year, but that was at the end of the season. So I think they're going to be affected not just with Nathan Cleary. I like the under in this game too, by the way, 46 and a half. I know, Sean, you are a disciple of the over these days, but um, Parramatta's a pretty decent defensive team and Penrith without Cleary, I think, might lack some creativity. But can I just say, I'm not convinced Staines will be fullback. Well, when you've got Matt Burton who will be in the halves, I get that. Mm-hmm. But Stephen Crichton, who's played five games of fullback this year. Yep. Um, and Brent Naden It just doesn't perhaps. make sense. You put Brent Naden in the centres. Yeah. First game since the grand final. Um, it, 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 there's, there's something a little iffy about the whole thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, by the way, Dan, are you – we'll throw the premiership market up. Do you subscribe to the fact that Penrith can't win the comp without Nathan Cleary? I can't say can't win it, but I'd have them fourth in that group. Right. I'd have them. I'd have South and Parramatta ahead of them. Um, I'd probably have the Roosters. No, I'd have them basically on par with the Roosters. Do I think they? Their, their team is so classy, and with Matt Burton, I think they'd be a chance. But um, boy, Melbourne would almost be even money if you took Cleary out for the season. What do you think, Sean? Uh, I've still got Penrith. It, it, if well, we're seeing it here. Even on a neutral ground, I still think uh, the Panthers would be favourites in front of Para. So Cleary out for the year. I'd still have them um, second pick, I think. It's still a race in two, even without him there. I've gone through the starting team for Penrith, and they are winners. Every single player in that squad, or in that 17 just about, has won a competition 
in some level over the last few years or so, whether it's SG ball, reserve grade, uh, or winning a major series at Origin, every single player. They are a group of winners there. I, I think they most certainly still can. Uh, Bulldogs take you on the Seagulls, boys. Uh, we'll do this one before we go to a break. I go back to Jimmy Dimmick, 1995. The arrangement for Canterbury was... Righto, boys, we're in this grand final. We're going to shave our heads and enjoy Mad Monday. Well, Jimmy Dimmick turns up to the game with his head completely shaved. They said, Jimmy, we're supposed to do that after the game. He said, boys, we're going to win the game. Don't worry, relax. <laughs> he got the Clive Churchill medal. Uh, Bulldogs take on the Seagulls. Uh, 24 and a half start. Uh, yeah. It's go- gone to 24, it's has It's gone it? to 24. Yeah. So looking at that, that means only one thing. It means yeah. Turbo's playing. Um, and I'm going to steal one of your phrases, Joel. In what world yeah. does Turbo not score a try yeah. in this game? Now, yeah. it's $1.40 or something, so you can't back it outright, but get it in your multis for the week, and he's something like $8 maybe to score a hat-trick. And you've got you've got all the, uh, the the COVID breaches as well. Those players. Well, th- th- this is a yeah. this is a reserve grade Bulldogs team. I mean, yeah. they were they were going bad when they were able to pick a full strength team. Now there's a there's there's a they've put the put the broom through it completely. This is um this is about as bad as it gets for a first grade team. So if if Manly are fair income and they get uh, they get a suitable um day game as well, it it could really, really get ugly quickly. And I don't think twenty four and a half is enough to be brutally honest. Dan, here's a here's a superb bet in my opinion. Um they've been held scoreless a number of times this year, the Bulldogs. Desi will be hell bent on saying if we are a legitimate contender, we, we're going to be trying to keep this team scoreless. I can't see them I, scoring more than one yeah. or two. They're 10 bucks to score zero, Canterbury. I, I think that's a great bet. Ooh. Uh, I looked at this in this way. I can't see Canterbury scoring any more than 12, mm. and I think even that's pushing it a little. And I can't see Manly not scoring 32, 34, 36, even on an off day against this Canterbury side. Fala Kiko Manu is making his first-grade debut. Bailey Biondiodo. Chris Patolo. Um, these are not uh, – this is a poor team. Yeah. Uh, ja- now, Jackson Torpenny will play in the second row for Canterbury. I like. I really like him as a footballer, but Adam Elliott's been one of Canterbury's better players. That's who Torpenny replaces. No Kotrick, no Shop, no Wakeham, no Napa. Did you, did you say Adam Elliott's been one of their better players? I reckon he – well, oh. he's not beating much, but I reckon he, he he is the one ball when he runs a hard line you think he's a chance of doing something. Mm. He and Lou Thompson are the only forwards that I think bother oppositions. He's a chance of doing something. It's usually dropping the ball. It's, <laughs> oh, it's usually what it whack. is. The Canterbury hater is back. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I I saw this line Manly twenty one and a half, so it must have blown out. But even then, I, I've got to take Manly here, and my best bet will come via a, a, an any time try scorer combination here. And geez, you could take any number of combinations here, and I think you're going to get some nice value. Yeah, Shawnee. So what have you settled on? You're going. Oh, I can only be on Manly. Man, we're all Manly. We're all Manly. Uh, this is get them on side. A break and back with the second half of round sixteen of the Telstra Premiership. They're sending a message. Outside, and the field is set to run. Sorry, everyone, it's, still, it's just... we're still alive in the quaddy. Sportsbet's new bet with mates. Start your group and share in the moment. New from Sportsbet. We start with probably the hardest game of the round. The Raiders taking on the Titans. Good luck, punters, in this one. They are both scrambling these particular teams for the Ryan James, or maybe it's the William Zillman Cup here, gentlemen. Uh, I have got no clue. Nine and a half is the start for the Gold Coast Titans. Brimson's been named, though. 
How do you read this, Sean? Oh, I, I've got written down here, impossible. Yeah. Uh, it's underlined about five times. I've got no idea either. Um, maybe just back Raiders first half and then back the Titans at, at <laughs> half time or something because that just keeps on happening again. The halftime, full-time double flipper. I reckon if you had a look at how many times that's clicked in Raiders games, mm. you'd be you'd be well in front. You'd be you'd be have a nice little um, five sum times. of money. How, how many? Five. Five times they've blown a half-time lead. Yeah, and what about, did either of you take the advice? So I was at Wollongong when that uh, when they played the Dragons and they had that howling wind. wind. And I've never done this. I asked the media manager of the Dragons, who won the toss <laughs> and what direction <laughs> are they going? And uh, I, of course, didn't back anything because yeah. I was calling the game. Well, I, be... I know someone that did. Brother of the great Tin Man. Oh. A, yeah, big big fan of, of this show. Like he, him. He had $9. a great, great little same-game multi. Um Raiders first half minus three and a half or something into Dragons second half. Very clever. Very, very clever. Big collect. Well done. Uh, Camp, Camp, Canberra beat the Gold Coast early in the year at Cogra, uh, 20 to 4. Uh, Jared Croker's back for the Raiders, for the Titans. Corey Thompson returns. That, that's a good in for the Titans. Um, God, they're so hard to pick. They're awful away from home. They're absolutely awful, the Titans. And what happened against Manly? I, I can't back them at the no. moment. They, they have, they have uh, the resilience of a Jenga tower. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm trying to come up with new ones. I can't yeah. do a resilience of that's an new, That's a new creme brulee. I yeah, like that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so I'm going to take Canberra here on the basis I saw them beat Brisbane by 20 a couple of weeks ago. I can see them doing a similar thing, and it's going to be brutally cold Canberra Saturday night. Yeah, it's, it's so hard. Uh, for feeder, by the way, how's that $1.2 million looking? Uh, Sean, what are you doing? Ooh. <laughs> nice Ooh, little jab. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's no, but honestly, if you're spending 1.2, yeah, yeah. you need a player who's going to be challenging the Dally M's every year deciding games. Yep. I mean, honestly, it, it is a poor, poor spend. Yeah, well, at this point it is, yeah. And like Tino is not a shadow of what he was last year yeah. either as well. So they are, they're struggling. I think Tino, can I say Tino, I think they've run him down. He's asked to do so much. 20-plus runs a game, all those tackles. Mm. I think the tank is nearly empty this year with uh, Tino. Because in origin, he tr- I can see he's trying, but it's just not there for him at the moment. But you can't be spending, Sean and Dan, $1.2 million on players who rely on physicality. Yeah. Because you're, you're seeing it with Jason Tamalolo. It, it is, just doesn't go forever. You, you eventually run out of petrol. So, And there's other kids coming through. You cannot spend that sort of money on players who rely on their physicality. So how are you playing it? Titans. Titans. Uh, Titans for you. I'm going to go the Raiders, but zero, zero confidence. Knights taking on the Cowboys. This particular fixture pretty much Yuck. always goes the way of the home side. <laughs> um, Mitchell Pierce back, though, has been huge. Kalen Pong has been named. Minus four and a half. I will take the Knights reluctantly. Maybe it's the story around Jake Clifford having a blinder. Um, yeah, I'll be on Newcastle as well. I'm, like We're assuming that Pong is definitely going to play, yeah. is he? Apparently he's been dazzling them at training, oh. which is good. You always like to hear that. Um, <laughs> but that they're, and where the Cowboys have to attack is at Newcastle, right? I think it's a second, and you've been yeah. on about it all year, second worst maybe behind only the Broncos, I think. Yeah, Tigers aren't great either. Tigers as well. You can chuck a few teams in there. But that's where, and they've got some they've got some strike out there, the Cowboys. Hammer plays out on that. Yep. He should be playing wing, but he's playing centre. Um, I think Newcastle can can cover. 
it should be a high scoring game. So maybe some some Cowboys try scorers on that left edge as well. Okay, chucking your same game multi, but I think it's yeah, players in Newcastle. Dan, we've got <laughs> we've had some great Saturday nights this year. There's one in a couple of weeks where we've got Roosters Penrith into Manly Melbourne at wow. uh, Brookvale. Right, that's an all time. And then the week after, Penrith play Melbourne on a Saturday night. This Saturday night doesn't quite match those levels. That your match of the night is Newcastle versus North Queensland. It should be close. That will keep it interesting. Uh, we're very unlucky. Did we all have Newcastle against the Warriors? Uh, Ponga oh. was picked that when we went when we went to air. Ponga was in the team, and it also bucketed down, and we got done by a half a point. They're the same line here, four and a half, and I think it's more obvious that Ponga. Well, more chance that Ponga is going to play this time. While Ponger and Pierce are in together, I think they can cover a, a four and a half against a team like North Queensland. Um, I can't pick either. Uh, I can't work out either side, but I'll, I'll take Newcastle. You say Canberra Gold Coast is the hardest game. I think this is the yeah. hardest game, but I'll take the Knights. Bit nervous about this one, boys. Broncos take on the Sharks, the Super League grand final in 1997. <laughs> we go back that far and I think where the Broncos are now compared to when they were there. Before we go into this game, boys, I want to sell you this. I think this is another outstanding bet, which I may have invested uh, substantially or may have not. Granola top eight. Top eight, two bucks. They're currently in the top eight, which means probably with nine games remaining, they need to win five. Is that fair enough? How many have they won? Five, they've won. They're inside the top eight. Yep. There's nine games left. So mm. therefore, if you're winning five of the nine, you're oh, probably yeah. there. Probably home, yep. You're probably Definitely there. Definitely there. Four of the nine might be enough. Yes. Two... Of the teams they play in the run home, two of the teams they play are in the top eight. That is it. That includes the Melbourne Storm in the last round, which history says they may rest them as well. The game's at home. I think the two bucks is an impeccable bet. What do you think? Well, we I think we put it up. Uh, who they, yeah, we, they they beat the Cowboys and they were three dollars twenty to make the eight. Remember a couple of weeks ago yeah, we spoke you were about this exact, them. The exact yeah the same thing. We knew that if they beat. If they won in that game, they would um, jump the Cowboys to seventh spot, and their run home is very, very easy. What did you say? Two of the two, two of the nine are top eight teams. Yeah, they've got a they've got a gift of a run, and the, on paper, you know, they're an okay team. There's yeah. enough there to win enough games. I think they're certainly going to make the eight. Um, and you've got Johnson playing for a, for a contract as well, which I think can only be a good thing. But that all said, Dan, because uh, Tony Stags back, I could easily see him dropping the Leon Bot Cup here. What do you reckon? <laughs> Um, I can see Cronulla winning this by 30, to be yeah. honest. What what evidence has Brisbane given with Brody Croft returning with Tyson Gamble as 6 and 7? Corey Oates is the number 5, uh, so he returns. It's like Kevin Walters has said to them, all right, you've got one more chance, everybody. All, all you blokes under the pump. Um, although uh, Tavita Pangai is not in the team. So since we're getting mixed messages on him that he's he's played his last game, maybe not so much. Well, he's not in the team now. Cronulla's too steady the way they're playing um, for this Brisbane outfit. So you're right. This is a, Cronulla. This is a similar story to when Cronulla played Canterbury, and you thought, well, there's no world in which Canterbury wins, and Canterbury did win. So maybe this is a rare one for Brisbane. This is your theory, Joel. There's only half a dozen games teams like Brisbane and Canterbury can see themselves winning. This might be one of them. Yep. So they get themselves up for it. Oh, I'm sorry. I think Cronulla, they're a happy team at the moment. They're too professional. Uh, I, I think this is the w- worst start 
this is the get, most gettable start you've put up this week, I reckon. Mm. That eight and a half is nowhere near enough. I had it at seven and a half when I wrote this down, and it was one of my best bets. But uh, no, I'll take Cronulla. I'm going the same way, Sean. Yeah, so, and I think it's actually a little bit insulting for Cronulla how yeah. skinny this line is. If they're fair income, they win. I think this should be at least double figures, um, if not mid-teens, potentially. Very suitable game to put a score on the board that Broncos can't get anywhere near. Uh, I think Militalo has an absolute blinder. He's been the story all week. So we'll see how that plays out. How does Katoni Staggs return is the big question. This is such a shame, boys. West Tigers take on the Rabbitohs. I think if you asked the management at West Tigers and said, if there was one game in the draw that you didn't want to be affected as far as crowds concerned and COVID, it would have been Sunday afternoon, round 16, Tigers hosting the Bunnies. No one there. That, that is a great shame at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, 19 and a half is the start, gentlemen. Dan? Uh, well, firstly, um, okay, um, here's something uh, that I was going to bring up earlier. Now, I thought Canterbury Manly originally was at ANZ, and my suggestion was going to be, well, take that to – there's no crowds. Take it to Belmore. Mm. I still think that with Bankwest. Bankwest looks better on television empty than ANZ, but Canterbury would get it – well, they would get something of a home ground advantage at Belmore. But anyway, that's by the by. This game uh, – I'm going to take West Tigers here. Uh, no crowd. I think South are a team that are affected by no atmosphere. I can see them getting bored. I can see them go- going to sleep. And I do remember the West Tigers should have beaten South a few weeks ago in that classic finish that went to Golden Point. And I do think West Tigers will show a little something after their embarrassment uh, on the Sunshine Coast against Melbourne. Harme Sele comes into the front row for South. He'll do a job, but not as imposing as Tavita Totola. Uh, I can see the Tigers at least keeping this to 12 to 14 points. I think the start is a touch a touch too big. Yeah, what do you think, Sean? Yeah, I tend to agree. It's not with a great deal of confidence, though, but you've got some small upside that potentially Latrell or Damian Cook you know, might not play. So I think there's probably more upside in leaning the way of that big plus, but it's very, very scary proposition. Now, gentlemen, here is your, if you love the country, here's what you do. Did you tip? Did you tip? Oh, I'm going to go the... um, (laughs) Oh, I wonder who. I'm going to go the Tigers. (laughs) Oh, mate. I'm going to go the Tigers. Ever? Do you ever tip against them? No, I I shouldn't (laughs) tip them. They they do kill me. Okay, here, boys, here's the country solution, Okay. So we already know that next week, round 17, is likely going to be the same as this week, right? No crowds. Four Pines Park, Stadium Australia, Bank West, Netstrata. So all four games in the abbreviated round are in Sydney, which is likely to have no crowds. Manly Seagulls, you're going to Coffs Harbour. South and the Cowboys, you can go and play out at Bathurst. Uh, Canterbury and and the Roosters, you can go play out at Wagga. And uh, Cronulla and the Warriors, you're off to Bega. What do you think about that? Love it. Love it. The only thing is, can television get ready for it? Because you need, you know, you need to set sort of uh, scaffolding and all that stuff. But yes, I love, I love the concept of that. Um, yeah, or, or perhaps I think four venues might be too hard to organise television. Double headers, so you know, we'll, yeah, we'll work out a way to have. And, and if you have to sort of move things around so you can have, you know, the two Coffs Harbour games line up together. Well, you can't. That. You can't do the double head. Oh, the, the double head is as far as at the same venue, but mm. not. Yeah, so you could yeah. have Tamworth hosting two games on the Friday and the Saturday. Yeah, you couldn't. Great idea. Something yeah. like that. So the oh, setup I, there. Yep. Well, again, and it goes back to my earlier point. 
you put it to television, and there's a great expense that comes with covering country games. It's like 200000 But if you give, if you guarantee them a full house, yep. they'll look at it. If if you say you can have a full house or an empty Four Pines Park or ANZ Stadium, they'll say, you know what, it might be worth a couple of hundred thousand to get a full house. It does make a difference for television ratings. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go, boys. Mini magic round. It's a great idea. Mini magic round. Mm. Uh, That's a nice way to put it, Shawnee boy. And try July. We can get around it in full for Mossy Masoy. Of course, $5,000 repeating if you're listening players goes towards Mossy Masoy via the Metal League Foundation. Anyway, stay with us right here on Get Em On Side. When we return, we have been razor sharp on our best bets. We're going to produce what we have in round 16. I hope for the sake of your people, you come and surrender. No! We seek merely postponement. (laughs) Your forces are weak, and you expect me to wait? Fair point, mate. It's just, we're still alive in the quaddy over here. (laughs) (laughs) You had that thing in the second leg? Yeah, just threw it in last minute. Fair play. Say, Sean of Black Book. <laughs> Get on board. Sports bets new. Bet with mates. Start your group, bet together, and share in the moment. Bet with mates new from Sportsbet. All righty. Big fan of those ads, by the way. Bet with mates. Uh, Shawnee boy. In fact, I might start with you, Dan. Who's your best bet, mm. or what's your best bet for round 16? Well, your best bet is one I agree with, which will come up in a moment. So it gets my endorsement. I like Penrith Parramatta under 46.5, but my best bet, you can see it there, Saab, Garrick and Harper at $5. Now, every time I've gone for a centre against Canterbury, they end up lining up on Will Hopawadi and it hurts. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Morgan Harper is up against uh, the uh, man on debut. But even then, you know what? It probably doesn't matter. Saab, Garrick and Harper, I think $5 is juicy. Considering, what did you say, Sean? If you want a hat-trick on turbo, it's 5 bucks or something. I think you might That's be 7 yeah, seven fifty or right. something like that. You need, Could be I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, so that, that'll be my value there. Uh, now, gentlemen, just on that, Sean, on this game... Garrick, right? So I have back Garrick at $41 top try score. Reason being, they got a pretty dream draw and they don't have the buy. So I actually think that Alex Johnson at the $3.25, he's now 3 bucks, is also an outstanding bet as a leader because, again, not affected by origin, doesn't have the buy. Uh, that's where the Fox, who's one behind him, will be impeded, so to speak. So I've backed Alex Johnson to win the top try scorer at 3 bucks, 3.25 I got, but $3 now. But Garrick on that left-hand side who's scoring for fun, five behind. In this day and age, five behind's not the end of the world. No. They've got a dream draw, 41 bucks. What do you think about that? Don't mind it, Shug. And he could be uh, tied for the mm. lead. Yeah. Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah Saturday. Stop <laughs> me on the realms no. that he scores five against that Bulldogs team. Anyway, uh, my best bet. Yes. He, uh, now, I'm tipping Newcastle, but I think the, there's going to be plenty of points in this game, or there should be if they're both fair income. The, the Cowboys will just be hammering that right edge of Newcastle mm. all night long, and the Hammer's going to get, get his chance at some stage. $2.50, I think, is exceptional. He's very, very fast. As we know, he will get a look in, and at two fifty, I'm willing to pay to find out. Like Hammer, anytime. Hammer, anytime, try score. Now, for me, I just think the story, and it has been all about Ronaldo Militalo before we got onto the Cleary story last week. So I just think it's uh, that's what typically happens in sport. The narrative, the narratives around him, if we are right and Cronulla win well, surely 
surely Militalo is right in the thick of things. And hopefully, Ronaldo, when you score the couple, that you are getting involved in the try celebrations for Mossy Masoi. $5,000, of course, for a concerted effort. But that basically wraps us up, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to let you take us out. Shawnee, thank you very much, Dan. And to I all like the team. I like this arrangement. I could get used to this. <laughs> You're right. fine so host, Joel. He's got the tracky You're dacks on down below. Yeah. Well, next week, uh, I, I'm not. I, if a letter comes to me, I'm not opening the attachment. So uh, I'll, we'll do we'll do this again next week. Dan, thank you very much to Suze, Alex, and also Pete. We appreciate that, and all our listeners, of course. Don't forget to subscribe so you get it automatically on your podcast feed. But as we like to say, Shawnee, most importantly, gamble responsibly.